0: All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Sports Sportscast. Real talk. Real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb and with me as always is Craig. I was about to say there's another team that's two and six in the country. But yeah. uh but I actually um it actually didn't happen. My uh what? No What? How did that happen? I just checked that. I was going to say that my fantasy team was two and six. <laughs> and all of a sudden they gave, why did they give me the win? Why?
1: Oh, I know why. Why? Did you cheat? No, because the guy who played, uh, that played you uh, picked up a player um, on waivers when he shouldn't have over the weekend. No. Sanu. So, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He, uh, I didn't
0: want the win. Dang it.
1: <laughs> I'm tanking, man. I've been lost, and yeah, there's picked no. picked up a guy and beat you, and he shouldn't have. So we give gave you back the points. Oh. <laughs> Dude, come on, man! You gotta be. <laughs> so basically, Michi- uh, Caleb's trying to tell you we're both in this fantasy football league, and he's trying to tank the season so he can get a good player.
0: Yes, I'm not ashamed of saying that because I have had. <laughs> No luck and so far, and I was just like, "No, what? This is it. This is the beginning of the end, and I need to purge." Yeah, and I, you gave me the win. You, are oh, I hate <laughs> you as commissioner.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I didn't think we could take get the points back, but we did. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah, you won on kind of a, you know, somebody not following the rules. So there you go, man. Dang it.
0: Now I'm in third place or last, third to last or whatever. Yep. Dang it. Now I'm disp- now now I'm just in a bad mood. <laughs> I was about to have this whole like clever thing of, "Oh, there's another 2 and 6 team in the country." It's my fantasy football. Now I have yep. nothing clever to say.
1: Yep. Ruined it.
0: <laughs> ruined. Uh yeah, well, it is what it is, I guess. So I uh there's nothing I can do about that. I'm I'm having a rough time with the Fantasy League. I have even noticed, like, honestly, okay, this this is going to be a little bit sad, and I'm a little disappointed in this, but with how everybody's been talking about the NFL games anyways, I'm slightly not as disappointed in myself. I have not watched an entire NFL game yet this season. I've watched some, like, parts of some games. Probably the most I've watched of any game is two full quarters. Right. But, yeah, I just so much going on and i'm more focused and more enthusiastic about michigan football i could kind of care yeah. less about pro football right well now.
1: you're not missing much there's been not very many good games the highlight games you know monday night football and thursday night have been just even sunday night football usually those are the the times that a lot of people watch the games and they get uh uh amped up for and you know they get a lot of turnout a lot of viewership but man i'm telling you they they, they've been pretty darn boring they've been boring games they haven't been fun to watch whatsoever um no offense going even the defenses are sad so yeah you're not really missing much man (laughs) yeah it's been kind of a weird year i mean a lot of players aren't you know, my fantasy football team's just like disarray because of the very fact that I don't know who to play. It's like people getting hurt left and right, and it's like, you know, they're not, you know, running backs got three or four. If you don't have like the your the backup to the guy that you got and his backup, you know, three four deep, then you're screwed. And it's just, yeah, it's been a really weird year. So, yeah,
0: it's rough, man,
1: dude. Your
0: side of the division is. Brutal, man.
1: Yeah, I know. The,
0: the top at eight and zero, but then you've got three guys tied at four and four. How the heck is Brandon not doing well? He's scoring so many freaking points. <laughs> yeah. Poor
1: guy. Yeah. I'm hanging in there at five just because of the five in the fifth spot, and I'm four and four, so something like that. But.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, man, I thought. Ah, oh, see, that's. Uh, that's a tough thing where it's just like okay, I'm not that far behind of possibly getting into the playoffs, but man, my team is just—I hate my team. <laughs> my team sucks. Yep. Yeah. But it is what it is. Fantasy football, will curse you. So yeah. But um, but fortunately, we're not here to talk about fantasy football. We're here to talk about Michigan football, which I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy doing that a lot more. So, yep. um, we'll go ahead and skip this fantasy talk, get past this, uh, intro and get into the Michigan football talk, previewing the Maryland game here coming up. All right. Well, uh, Familiar face will be visiting us this week as uh many of you well probably all of you should know uh DJ Durkin the first year head coach for Maryland uh last year the defensive quarter coordinator for Michigan actually uh worked out quite nicely for us getting Don Brown but uh I'll I'll go ahead and start off and say I I'm actually kind of happy seeing uh Durkin do well I mean it's it's kind of impressive to see what he can do with Maryland I I didn't think he was going to go this will be some a little bit of a review for some listeners because they heard me say it before but we've uh, gained a lot of new listeners this year I'll go ahead and say it again I did not think that he was going to go there because I thought it would be crazy for him to try to be in the same division as Harbaugh and Meyer and Antonio but uh, he's doing pretty good for himself and he uh, took down one of the big boys and Taking uh, D'Antonio down in his first year, so
1: yeah, two Michigan people <laughs> in a way. I mean, yeah, goes to Maryland, and you know, kind of a Michigan guy in a way, and brings Michigan defense to uh, Maryland, and then Maryland beats a Michigan, a Michigan State. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, something uh, we were talking with uh, Rashawn Reeves from the Blueprint a little bit. He goes to uh, some of the pressers during the week and everything and so he's been he was talking with some of the coaches and there were questions and had a little discussion going on I uh the thing that kind of impresses me a little bit uh I mean I guess it's not too shocking when you rejuvenate a program but you're expecting uh Durkin being the defensive minded coach that he is to go in and re uh um, reamp the defensive, uh, unit of the team, but they, uh, Maryland is already averaging. I think it's, I want to see more than 10 points. I had the numbers down somewhere when we were discussing it more, but they're averaging 10 more points a game this year than they were last year. So he's, uh, he's getting more offensively
1: out of his team, uh, than yeah. they were a year ago. Yeah. Def- yeah. He's a defensive minded coach, but, uh, yeah, and their defense isn't doing too well and obviously him being at uh at at Michigan last year, you know, he you know, he did a really good job. He finished fourth in the nation and fewest yards allowed, so you know, he's taking that to Maryland see what he can do. But um, you know, he um we'll see how he does and obviously Durkin is much familiar to uh Our defense and how it works. So, um, I mean, to get us fourth in the nation last year is pretty dang good. So, he's going to be, he knows he's got his uh, coaching and his players. It's going to be a lot of work to beat us.
0: Yeah, and he will, um, he's been a part of the staff, so he knows the mindset. Um, Not saying that he knows our playbook and everything exactly, because Don Brown, at least defensively, I know changed a lot of things for defense, but he understands, um, the mindset has, uh, Michigan has going into the game. So, um, he knows how serious, serious it is. And so, I mean, he's going to have the same mentality, I'm sure, uh, taking what he's learned and everything. So he will, um, he will have, uh, his team ready and prepared for all of this. And I, I, They'll be competitive. I mean, that's the kind of guy that he is, and they've been competitive And most, if not all, their games. I don't have their schedule right in front of me right now, but they've um, they've done well. They've had uh, a few close losses and everything like that, right. but I, I have no doubt that there'll be some uh, emotion in this game on both sides. Uh, yep. it's, it's not going to be one of those where you see, especially with us uh, last week against... Uh, state where it's heated and it's um, hatred, basically. Uh, this is more going to be uh, a matchup between uh, two co- teams. Yeah. yeah,
1: respect each other. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. And that and that would be good to see. I'm 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 kind of looking forward to this game. Wish I was going. Uh, did you figure out actually if you're going to be going to this one or?
1: I don't know yet. We'll find out. Usually, no. Probably the last couple days before if, you know, we'll get tickets or whatever, but, uh, but no, um, well, you, 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 gotta look at, um, you know, basically Michigan right now, uh, leads the big 10 in um, in 27 sacks. That's, a, that's how many we have so far. Now that's pretty dang good. So we lead the big 10 in that, And in, in the, it, the Maryland Terrapins, uh, are, are allowing 24. So that's the most. So, you know, we're going to be, Going at them all day, so we're going to be going after that Maryland quarterback, uh, what's his name, uh, Perry Hills, all day, and just and we're going to be hounding him left and right. So, yeah, it doesn't look too good for Maryland this time. So, yeah, they're going to be on their toes blocking us.
0: Yeah, and I think our defense will lock down a little bit more this week. I mean, they uh, we thought, it, and not to get too much into the past and the recapping the last game, but. Our defense was, aside from that first drive last week against Michigan State, was really lights out in the first half. I think that's really more of what you're going to see uh, for the entirety of this game, or at least for three quarters, because I think in the fourth quarter it'll get to the point where uh, second string and things like that will be getting in there. I don't know if we'll explode to uh early and big lead or not, but uh we'll kinda see how that progresses through the game. But yeah, you brought up uh Perry Hills. Uh he's not doing too bad actually with um no. uh sixty six uh completion percentage. So uh no- nothing too uh too large there for the passing yards. They're just breaking over a thousand passing yards, so uh but they do have their uh freshman quarterback who's gone in and gotten a little experience. Um wow, Trell Pigram. Yep. I mean it's a stab in the dark. I, I know how to butcher a good name. So uh Terrell Pigram, uh he's uh he's only at fifty percent completion, but he's he's not passing a whole lot. Uh he's put up two hundred and sixty five yards, so we might see him, but um my tape on Maryland is limited. I did watch um before the Michigan State game I was watching uh I watched the entirety. Did I watch the entirety of the Maryland-Michigan State game? Just kind of watching that. So no. uh, one thing with uh, Maryland, we saw a little bit last year, and and they just kind of have a – uh seems like a reputation for recruiting some good athletes. <coughs> well, sorry about that. Some good athletes. Like, they are just very athletic. They have speed and agility. And so they have the uh, opportunity and potential to, to be explosive and do some things. Uh, if you watched some of the Michigan State game – when they played you saw some of their players able to do that
1: yeah and you know the Mar- maryland don't um they're kind of uh, off and on this year you know obviously they had some good wins and then some bad wins but uh you know they got a tough stretch coming up at the you know coming they're to play us and then they gotta play ohio state and then nebraska so that's just like wow you know they're not i don't believe they're gonna win any of those games but um you know, like I said, uh, I think Maryland starting off winning against Michigan State was just the the one win that they needed to get them going off the ground and doing really, really well. So, um, but yeah, like you said, I think Maryland's offense is in really good shape. You know, you know they, were, you know, they ranked, they got uh, 500 yards against Indiana, and Indiana beat Michigan State. So you know, it's uh, Indiana's not, you know. The best team, but they're a pretty good team, but that's not bad. So
0: yeah, and Indiana's doing better defensively. They've always been explosive offensively, but they stepped up their defense. And they actually, and uh, Maryland actually lost to uh, that game to Indiana. Then
1: yeah, Um, well, one of the stats I have to you have to look at is pretty interesting, and I didn't know this is uh, uh, is Maryland's uh, quarterback uh, Hills Perry Hills. He's got a a higher passer passer in. Efficiency than uh, Wilton Spate and J.T. Barrett combined. Do you believe that? That's no. pretty. That's pretty good. So.
0: Oh man, I did not realize that.
1: Yeah. So good,
0: good stat know. there, man.
1: Yeah, so that might be something that we don't want to, you know, take too lightly. But uh, you know, obviously they got a pretty darn good quarterback, so that's um, going to be interesting. But you know, like I said, I think this is going to be this is a rebound game you know and i think unfortunately for maryland and they're going into the big house and this is a rebound game from a game that i think even the michigan players felt that they could have blown out the spartans much better than they did like you said they could have been more uh efficient and they should have been more consistent in their gameplay even on the defensive uh side of the ball and like you said that second half wasn't too great against Michigan state. And I think this is the game where they're just going to get it all clicking and then they're going to take it all out on Maryland.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think that things are going to come together better. Uh, You were talking about the quarterback. I was just going to say, I I know that he's been doing well, but also he's going up against our secondary, which has been doing fantastic. Except for they, uh, we had our comments about how they kind of, and they even said how they let their foot off the gas pedal there in the fourth quarter. And those things kind of wound down the way that they were, um, but, yeah, it's our secondary is a beast, and so I'm not too concerned about uh, the passing game. We'll see how that progresses in the game. Yeah. Uh, we saw it a little bit last week, and we talked about it after the game, um, but it will be interesting to see if the defense can kind of clear their heads, uh, get back um, into that mentality, and have a performance of not allowing the big plays again they they had the issues at the towards the beginning of the season where they let those things happen and you know those can really cost you they didn't at that time but we need to go back to uh smoothing things out and um getting out those uh little issues and uh buffering things down a little bit more just to make uh get everything running at full steam as we kind of close out the regular season here coming up in these last weeks and this is a good opportunity for that. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping to see the uh, defense on all cylinders and just being able to shut things down and not have those big plays happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're going to do their best to shut down, but you know, the Terps do got, couple guys that skill positions, you know, they got a good running back by committee thing going similar to Michigan, you know, where we got like four running backs and they've got a couple guys that are good. Um, Ty Johnson's got, he's really good. He's got a, um, he's really good and steady. The guy's got um, 624 yards on 60 carries, which isn't pretty good. That's like 10 yards, 10 yards per rush, which isn't bad. But, um, you know, maybe the one thing I'm a little bit worried about is they're like you were talking about their, um, their second string quarterback, he's a mobile quarterback. And, you know, you know, obviously I've always talked about running quarterbacks always give Michigan defense fits, you know, and and you know, maybe they'll throw him in there and uh, I forgot you mentioned his name earlier. What was his name? Um he said uh uh peregrome per, or pregrome
0: yeah. I uh, I guess that's Pegr I don't even know. Pigrom <laughs>
1: Big Grom, yeah. Well, we might have butchered that one, both of us. So, but yeah, he could cause us fits in that. But um, you know, they've got some guys. They got some good running backs, and um, they got a decent you know receiver and uh, DJ Moore. So they'll probably you know I would guess Jordan Lewis is going to be on him, but they're going to just do for, they're going to do formations away from Jordan Lewis. There's no way. So uh, they're just going to try to do some things like that to keep them away from him. So.
0: Yeah, well talking about mobile quarterbacks, both their quarterbacks have over uh actually Perry Hills has over 100 rushing yards, but uh Terrell Pigram, I'll just go ahead yep. and say has over 200 rushing yards. Uh he's averaging uh 30 over 30 yards a game. So, I don't know how far he uh he goes out, but actually he has 3 touchdown rushing touchdowns and Perry Hills has 4. So, we see that they have that um, the potential to be scoring quarterbacks uh, using their feet. I don't think that we're going to have as much of an issue with that because I don't think we're going to be letting them in the red zone much. Um, Right. But there are those things that we saw. And I think it was specifically, man, going back, what seems like forever now that Colorado game where if, we do not get enough pressure on the quarterback that if given enough time there uh, there creates that gap that hole in the middle of the field when the receivers get far enough that the quarterback if able to escape the pocket can really hurt us and this appears to be that kind of unit where if our defense is not um, on top of everything those big plays could happen and so that's kind of why I brought that up before where it's just like this reflects scenarios that we could possibly see, especially kind of with us, what we're saying with Ohio state. So I really love to see us be able to capitalize and be able to uh, control uh, things defensively with this game.
1: No, you're right. And I'm glad you brought that up because it is one of those things where you go, you know, Michigan coming off their big uh, rivalry rivalry win. And, and obviously, you know, can we be a team that's kind of, Sits around and doesn't do much in the first half, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden, Maryland's up 14 to nothing, you know, and they score right out of the gate. We, I think this game, we're going to have to st- uh, really be on our, our toes right from the beginning and not just kind of like, like you said with uh, Colorado, kind of start off slow and miss tackles and whatever, and all of a sudden we're playing catch up. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, to touch a little bit on, uh, just to not miss it and mentioning it, uh, some of the receiving core, uh, they don't have uh, uh, crazy numbers in the receiving. Actually, let me see if I can get the uh, rushing up there. They have, uh, for a total for a team, they have over 2,000 rushing yards. Um, Okay. And... It's weird because I'm having a double take with the number because it's saying 2016, so I'm like, okay, are we looking at the year or are we looking at the rushing yards? Um, But, no, that's the rushing yards. Um, But then with the receiving, you're going to see a couple names that you're going to see a bit. Uh, They have an experienced uh, receiving core, several seniors and some sophomores. uh, Moore and Johnson uh, are sophomores. Johnson's actually running back. You get some uh, receptions has a receiving touchdown but then morgan and jacobs are their senior wide receivers so you'll be seeing them out there uh moore has over well he has an even 400 yards receiving for the year so like i said their passing attack isn't as um as deadly i guess you would say as their rushing attack so it's nice to know that we have the uh top rated defense in a lot of those categories
1: yeah, and they, you know they're going to have a tough time uh, stopping uh, Darbo. Obviously, Darbo is like second in the Big Ten in catches, so he's just um, he's averaging what almost 100 yards per cat uh, per game in in catching the ball. So, and they're just going to have a hard time stopping him. So, and he's really come along and and just. It, 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 if anybody knows Peppers any better than anybody, it would be probably Durkin. <laughs> and he knows what uh, Peppers can do. And I just see it, he's Peppers is just going to cause fits for everybody. It's just, you know, if you took Peppers out of the equation, it's just going to be a really tough game for them to win just based on Darbo. We got Spate and just got, you know, Higdon and you got Devion Smith. You just and Jake Butt, and they got a con, you know, constantly. You know, I see Jim Harbaugh using a lot of the tight ends. Asi's I see see in there a lot more, and you're starting to see Wheatley Jr. in there used a lot, and um, and then obviously using um, McDoom there. Well, he he did really well. you know, got fifty something yards against the Sparties and then <laughs> and then you're gonna throw in just put back in peppers, I'm just on stack on top of that. And it's just so difficult to stop him at that wild cap position. And just, he's all over the field. He's just too good to accommodate to a point where like you just have to hike it and you give him the ball and they're going to win. <laughs> I mean, he's that good.
0: Oh yeah. And and, yeah. and he can be used for the misdirection and everything. I mean, he does so much with it. So, uh, I mean, we saw that in the last game as well.
1: Yeah, it, it, and him and the wildcat—you just don't know what he's gonna do. You know, even I'm, I get fooled because there'll be times where I'm like, you don't know whether he's gonna, you know, tuck in and run and take off, or you don't know if he's just gonna, you know, pass it off and or whatever. But he, he, first of all, the first guy's not gonna catch him. He, he's just not gonna, because I've seen him just make moves and. and and miss block, you know, people try to get him and they just can't. The first two guys always miss. And by that time he's already got five, six, ten 10 yards. So he's just a nightmare for defenses.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, something to talk about uh, in the comparison of these two teams and everything. I know we were talking about the passing game and the rushing game. Uh, Maryland coming into this game has put up 2016 rushing yards. They've allowed 1000 761 rushing yards when we look at Michigan Michigan has uh is kind of right behind them there are 1,992 rushing yards on the season okay. they have not allowed their opponents to even break a thousand rushing yards yet they haven't even broken 900 actually there are 889 wow. rushing yards okay so uh looking at the comparisons there I mean we've got the defense to Match the productivity of our offense. But then uh, looking at the passing game, too. uh, Maryland uh, only putting up 1,300 passing yards, just over 1,300 passing yards. They're allowing 1,400 passing yards. So this might be a game where we might be able to get our. No! Evil ads. Evil ads. Evil. You need to put a mute on that thing. You need to punch that thing in the face. That thing just
1: came out of nowhere, man. Punched me (laughs) in the face.
0: (laughs) Uh, But uh, Maryland putting up 1,300 passing yards, allowing over 1,400 passing yards. So uh, as I was saying, I think this is a game where we might be able to see more on the passing side for Michigan. Uh, Michigan passing for over 1,800 yards so far this season, not allowing their opponents to break 1,000 yards passing our stout defense both rushing and passing great to see uh this is kind of the interesting thing though Michigan sitting at 14 passing touchdowns and 3 interceptions their yep. opponents eight touchdowns eight interceptions
1: wow okay. for passing
0: so that's uh that's quite drastically different um but the Maryland defense being able to get some, uh, some of their interceptions themselves uh, passing for 12, five interceptions, but uh, for their opponents, nine touchdown passes four interceptions. Yeah.
1: Now do you, this is pretty interesting. I'm going to throw this out there. And I don't know if it's true or not, but it kind of saw a few things on Twitter and social media that, um, that uh, according to, when Durkin took the job at Maryland, obviously there was rumors going around, I think you know, a couple game or a couple games towards the end of the season, um, that they said that Durkin made the comment. I don't know if it's true, I'll have to look it up, but it'll be interesting to know if Durkin kind of uh, mailed it in with the Ohio State game. And that's why they beat us so bad because he he knew that he was going to take the Maryland job. I don't know if you heard anything like that, but uh, I heard that from a
0: fan a lot of fans' perspectives, a lot of people speculating with that yeah, um I don't really know if it's uh, I don't know if anything really got confirmed on exactly when he took the right. job and everything because he was uh he was gone before the bowl game right uh so it i mean with that being the last game of the season it's very possible that uh it did occur before then it there were some things that seemed off with that game maybe from a coaching standpoint i'm not sure but yeah it's i i did not hear a whole lot with that so i'm not sure
1: yeah me either and i'm you know i can't deny or confirm it but uh it is certainly interesting, but uh, it would be around that time where you know I could see that. And but um, but I thought that was pretty interesting. But uh, I know Durkin has a you know, ton. You know, obviously, they had their media day and talking. And I know Durkin has so much respect for uh, 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 Harbaugh and what he's done. But you have to remember Durkin's a, a big part in building this defense up. And now he's got to face it, and now it's even better than that, and then he had it. So he really, really – what, what is the spread at for this game? It's like 31 or
0: – Yeah, I think last I saw it was 31. Let me put okay. that up. So, not...
1: But, um, you know, be interesting. We can hit that. But, uh, you know, it, you, you got – our defense against their offense and you know and the thing is is our offense you know spate's got all he's got a bunch of weapons so and I, you know it's interesting to see if it this Spate comes out and throws it more and gets more uh, uh TDs throwing the ball than he did against uh, michigan state
0: yeah yeah, it will be interesting. Uh, something uh, that I will add. Yes, you were correct, by the way. The spread currently that we have is 31. Um, oh, now they're doing playoff rankings. Interesting. Anyways, um, the uh, something else to point out with some stats uh, before we move along too far that I did want to mention. Um, red zone success for Maryland is actually pretty impressive when they actually get into the red zone. They're at
1: 93%. Wow.
0: Yes. uh, I did not realize that. So that's pretty good. But then again, you have to look at it. You have to actually get into the red zone for those uh, stats. They, however, allow 70% red zone success on defense for their opponents. Yeah, that's not good either. Yeah, so <laughs> when we when we look at so they're actually better in the red zone than Michigan. Now, granted, I do believe some of the defenses that Michigan has uh, gone up against are better than Maryland. Let me actually look at their yeah. schedule real quick. Uh, common opponent in the UCF, uh, but yeah, really outside of that, nothing outstanding for defenses. I mean, maybe the biggest teams that they played are Penn State and Michigan State, and they lost to Penn State and. Uh, beats Michigan State by 11. But yeah, they, uh, UCF, which uh, Michigan played earlier in the year, um, Maryland won in a close contest of 30 to 24. But uh, so Michigan has a 91% red zone success, but only allows 58% success for the red zone. Um, another stat that I always enjoy um, or always look to mention. Uh because I think that's very key in games is uh third down conversion uh Maryland is uh only converting thirty nine percent they allow thirty five percent so very even there uh in their games so far, but for Michigan, their third down percent is forty seven percent close to fifty percent, and they only allow fifteen percent one five percent
1: yeah so yeah it is certainly interesting that Durkin has this team going in the right way, but it it is a little odd that it has, has them going in the way that I never expected that their offense is pretty clicking pretty good, but their defense is just bad. I mean, they, when they played Indiana, they allowed what, three different players to have over a hundred rushing yards. So that's not good. And they're, you know, that's, they're giving up way too much uh, yardage. So even though they're, offense is doing great their defense is just allowing way too many yards going so and yeah it's that just plays right into Michigan's hands
0: yeah no I agree I think that's uh that is a little bit surprising I think that's something more kind of how I mentioned at the beginning Maryland has recruited athletes and so I think they've always had that potential to uh explode on offense but they they've never really seemed to care too much about defense. Um, and so that's, uh, that's going to be, I think that's going to be more of a building process. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, basically they'll come down to, is you know, does, you know, does Maryland cover the spread <laughs> or yeah. do they not, You know, not so, and that's where you're going to have to look at this, but this is actually one of those games where, you know, I would be a little bit, you know, A little bit worried if it was at Maryland and we're playing them again. You know, last year we beat them twenty-eight to nothing. You know, and they we shut them down. And I think we're part of that what four-game winning streak, shutting them down, all the teams down. They couldn't win. But you know, this is in the big house, and just this game, it's just it's coming off a sparty win. Away and it, it just, you know, I think in a way, I think Michigan's going to be a little bit pissed off because there are a little bit of rumblings like, we should have beat Michigan State better, or you guys could have played better than that. And, you know, what's wrong with you guys, you know? And I'm like, well, heck, look at all the other teams that were playing. You know, look at your Louisville's, look at your Clemson's, look at your Alabamas. They all have games where they seem to struggle, or it just seemed like they didn't play their best and you know michigan obviously didn't play their best but they still won by nine and that's pretty dang good so and i'll take it and i thought they pretty much won the whole game pretty handily so um, and i think they're going to come out roaring and doing well
0: yeah yeah Uh, i i think that they will be proving some things to uh to kind of get back on track they commented about them taking their foot off the gas pedal so i think i think so too i think that it, well it's gonna be home game again for them so i think that they're they love playing uh with the home crowd and everything so i think that this will be a chance for them to uh, uh uh not saying they were off track but just kind of like fine-tune things and um right and just have have fun playing the game and get back on uh I don't know. But I'm trying to avoid using the frame back on track, but yeah. Anyways, a good game I kind of anticipate a good game with them. So, um do, do we will go ahead and keep moving along? Let me make sure that I'm not missing anything. Um so real quick before we get into locker dump it where how about you Share. I will go ahead and share what I think uh, real quick, what I think Maryland's strengths and weaknesses are. And then, Craig, if you want to go ahead and do the same for Michigan uh, to okay. give some thoughts. So I'll try to be brief uh, just real quick with this because we've talked a lot about it. But I think the biggest uh, strength for Maryland is going to be their rushing game. Uh, like we mentioned, yep. uh, their quarterbacks being uh, <coughs> versatile and mobile as well as their running backs being able to have their most production for their team. If um, that, that is going to be a factor for them that, that they're going to, that they are going to be focused on trying to get that working in their favor. Uh, So strength weak on the weakness side, uh, their defense, they, yes, they have won their games, but they are allowing their opponents to be as productive or more productive than they are. And so they've been in some tight contests. They have blown some people out, but they have had a lot of tight contests. And so their their defense just does not um, uh, allow for their offense to really capitalize and get, uh, get a lot going for them. So uh,
1: yeah. if,
0: if you want to discuss those uh, topics then for Michigan, Craig?
1: Well, basically, (laughs) it's funny. The very thing that you mentioned with Maryland and their best things, you just totally flip it and do totally what Michigan's best things and weaknesses are. Their best thing is going to be what Maryland's weakest at, and that is stopping the run. And I think Michigan's going to run all over this team. I think uh, you're going to have – I think we're going to have like 500 yards rushing. I think you you put Higdon, uh, Devion Smith, and and Ty Isaac and – you get them all together they're all going to have at least over 100 yards rushing i think he, that's what uh jim harbaugh is going to do i don't think he's going to pass too often because i think he knows that he can rush all over them and our offensive line is just going to push them all over the field and do that but then like you said it, it michigan's weakness is going to be you know can they stop the run and obviously um i'm i'm a little bit worried on the outside uh linebacker position and sometimes in the safety position if they could stop the run and those getting to that secondary uh, or that second level stopping. and stopping obviously you saw lj scott with michigan state run all over us sit through the middle and then go out to the outside and burned us quite quite a bit in the very beginning and then um we had a hard time stopping them pretty much all game and then we adjusted and did a pretty good job in doing that but um uh, I think those are things that we need to shore up. And um, if you could keep them from running the game, I think the game's going to be pretty much a blowout. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, good points. And uh, I definitely agree with uh, a lot of what you were saying. So transitioning then, uh, we can go into Craig's favorite time of the show. Do a bit. Lock it or dump it. And I still don't have a sound segment for that. And I'm disappointed in myself. But I know there are resources out there, but I've yet to tap into those resources and figure it out. But lock it or dump it. We are here. Um so with uh actually I'm a little stuck because I have two, but I don't have three. So I don't know if you can come up with the third one, Craig, uh after we go through okay. the first two here. Um but for our first locker, dump it, uh, we I feel like this is going to be something that we're going to talk about each and every week and uh, about just uh, the our core of running backs and kind of having the guess on, you know, our running backs and their specific skill set and how they'll do against the defense that they're, they'll be facing against. So uh, the first locker, dump it. Higdon will have the most rushing yards for Michigan.
1: Oh, I see Lockett.
0: All right. We have our first
1: Lockett. I I think Jim Harbaugh likes using Hignan. I've seen a lot lot more of him being used.
0: Yeah, and I think think he's done great. Uh, It's awesome having him on the team and seeing his productivity. I am actually going to lock that one as well um, because – I think it's going to kind of be like speed versus speed. Higdon is one of the faster ones. I, I still think Evans might be the fastest running back that we have. I don't know if that's anything official has kind of been said, but um, Higdon has been used quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And well, I, I noticed so. that, the, you know, Jim Harbaugh is using De'Veon Smith more, you know, at the 20s, you know, at the 20-yard line to the 15. as more of the, you know, obviously when the, the defense the, – team start you know it starts squeezing in and they'll use Devion Smith in those areas kind of like a fullback running back area where he can power his way into the end zone so but they he doesn't use him too often you know toward you know when the open field whether at the 50 or 40 so
0: yeah no i think that's a great observation cuz i was thinking the same exact thing where you're right the open field where there is more potential to be able to find those seams and to break yep. into uh, an opening, and Higdon and Evans uh, have more of those ability. McDoom is able to really capitalize on the outsides uh, with those uh, sweep routes and everything, but uh, but yeah, Smith, y- you do see that, he, uh, especially last game, he was used a lot in the um, inside the 20 going towards the end zone because he's able to plow through and get into the uh, end zone like he did twice last weekend against Michigan State, so um, but, yeah, I just feel like this is going to be a good matchup for Higdon, so we will see how that kind of works out. Um, then a defensive uh, question here for – well, question. Uh, uh, lock it or dump it here then. Michigan will force two or more turnovers in this game.
1: Oh, lock it.
0: All right. i um, I'm going to lock it, too, because um, – i don't know if uh we didn't share these stats and actually if i have it readily available um michigan has been doing pretty well with the turnover margin but maryland uh has actually had 11 turnovers and they have a negative turnover margin so um, they seem to be having a more difficult time controlling uh, with ball control so I think this might be, and especially with me believing that the defense is going to come out and try, uh, be more tenacious and try to make a bigger statement, I think that they're going to be able to do that in this game and have more than two turnovers. So yeah, those are the two that I had. I was thinking with a couple other ones of some other possibilities. I don't know if you have one, Craig, that you want to go with because I know every once in a while sure. you
1: have. Let's do uh... – Jabril Peppers will have more than two touchdowns in this game.
0: Okay. I want to go with Peppers again. Uh, Peppers will have more than two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'll go. I'll go with that first. Um, I, I, man, that's, I I am going to go ahead and actually just go ahead and dump that one.
1: Yeah, I'll lock it.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Controversy. <laughs> we're yeah. we're so, we're crazy, man. We're like politics. We're going back and forth. We're debating. We're insane.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, You know, I think, you know, obviously they're going to use uh, Peppers at that wildcat position. I think he's going to, uh, you know, run one in or even at the, I think he'll, I, mean, I think he might just run two, uh, two of them in at the wildcat position. So I think he'll do that.
0: Now I had it down as peppers will have more than two touchdowns. You said more, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cause I, I dumped it because I think he's only going to get two. Okay. Um, Cause I think uh he might have a good chance with either a kick or a punt return uh, right. and then he'll, yeah, he's been great with brushing him in, but I think that's going to kind of be it. I know everybody's been kind of waiting that he might pass, but I don't think that he'll be used a ton this week. Right. We've got Iowa coming up on the road. I think he'll be used more in that game. So yeah, I, I, think, think,
1: I think he'll get three because I think he'll get a couple at the Wildcat and then return one.
0: Okay, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, he's just really been on fire, and if he if he keeps up with what he's doing, if if he keeps up with what he's doing, I, I don't see how he's not in. Uh, the Heisman finalists, but we will that that can maybe be another conversation for another day. We don't need to get dive too far into that. So, but that was lock it or dump it. And yeah. I know somebody submitted uh lock it or mock it. That was that was an uh-huh. kind of interesting comment. I don't know if you saw that one, but that's uh nope. that's something that we might have to discuss. I don't know if we'll make any changes with things this year, but that wasn't two one, but I know that Craig really does enjoy the dumping. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, let's talk about. I mean, if, if quickly if we could talk about the just going back to peppers and when he brings his team. Just I'm not even talking about how electric he is. He's just on a totally different level than everyone else as, as far as gameplay and how he sees the field and how he his base just on talent, but I'm talking about the intangible, the thing that he is just – I think he's on a different level on his way he plays the game. And I'm talking his his enthusiasm to play football and play for Michigan is just on another level. Um, just being at that Spartan game and watching him leave, he was on fire. I mean, the whole game he was just jumping up and down and just – so electric, not even doing anything, and, and and that is where the whole team of Michigan needs to be on that level, where they're just, even if they're winning big, to still be, uh, you know, getting this team up, fired up, and going, and and, and there's times during the Michigan State game where michigan state on the sidelines where you know the music was going and they were all jumping the whole team was jumping and michigan wasn't and i'm like you know you gotta match that we gotta match that enthusiasm we gotta be like peppers is and his the way he just resonates himself on that field is just you know addicting and you know and and the whole team needs to just feed off that and it's just so impressive to watch him
0: yeah i i Totally agree with uh, what you've said and everything. And I, it's, Jabril Peppers is a great player to have on the team. I mean, you kind of see that thing with uh, players in the past, like uh, Denard Robinson, that that yeah. personality that you just look to have on a team that helps uh, excite your team and everything. And um, both of those players, explosive players, so. Uh, no, I,
1: it, you're right. And the thing is, Michigan fans, if I can say it, just, enjoy what you're seeing enjoy this because there's a these players hardly ever come around and we got one of them on our team and there might be another 10 years go by and we won't see a player like this in a while so enjoy the years that he's here and just enjoy your time watching him so yeah well what basically 20 years since Woodson so yeah exactly yeah especially in offense and defense you're right yep yep been a long time
0: yeah so for sure, enjoy it. why you got it, So we will go ahead and move on. make mention real quick uh the big ten game to watch. we haven't mentioned this in a while, but uh, it's a little easy to uh, tell with this week the uh the big ten game to watch out of the Michigan games the uh top ten matchup uh number ten Nebraska is going on the road to number six, Ohio State. That could be really interesting to see how that shakes
1: Oops. down. I think Nebraska got a good chance.
0: I think so, too. I mean, uh, people have been questioning how good Nebraska is. They proved it uh, being on the road at Wisconsin, losing in – that was another overtime one, wasn't it?
1: That's good, but I think that's a good loss because of the very fact Wisconsin's a good defense team. But I think Nebraska's coming off and pissed because I think they had a chance to win that game. And right now, Ohio State's just squeaking by teams, and they've got some chinks in the armor. Even Coach Urban Meyer said, look – this team's far from being good. So you know, this, I think Nebraska's got a good chance of going in there and winning.
0: Yeah, that, it will be interesting to watch for sure. So that's uh, why it's the Big Ten game of the week. Also, it's a night game, uh, so it's got prime time and everything in there. Um, but to go into, we have to do our game locks for the week. Uh, the other games happening this weekend, number eight, Wisconsin is on the road at Northwestern. Uh surprisingly enough, only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. Surprising for a top-ten team on the road to have that. But uh, yeah. Indiana...
1: Yeah, at- oh, Nebraska's doing better. Nebraska's doing a lot better than they started off. Or
0: Northwestern,
1: you mean? I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Northwestern's doing a lot better than they started in the beginning of the year. So
0: Yeah, that's for sure, especially with how they performed against Ohio State. So Indiana on the road at Rutgers is a 14-point favorite. Michigan State on the road at Illinois actually do not have a spread for that one. I'm not sure why. But Purdue is on the road to Minnesota. Minnesota is the 17-point favorite. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Michigan is hosting Maryland. Uh, number three, Michigan hosting Maryland with 31-point favorite. Iowa on the road at now in the playoff rankings, number 12, Penn State. Penn State only a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, the night game of number 10, Nebraska at Ohio State. Ohio State is a 17-point favorite. So got a lock. Something in there, Craig. What's she gonna take? Yeah. What is the Michigan State Illinois? I I didn't have one on that. I'm not sure why there's nothing on that. Maybe it's I'll even. Lock
1: in. I'll lock that one in.
0: What? What are you just gonna lock that Michigan State wins or? Yeah. Uh, taking taking an easy out <laughs> of having no spread.
1: All right, my thing. My question to you would be: Do you think Michigan State wins? <laughs> Well, you're
0: you're saying that you think Michigan State w- wins? I do. Okay, because I have I have no spread on that. So, but
1: it'd be interesting to see if they win in general.
0: Yeah. Well, there, like I'm saying, there is no spread. Right. So I,
1: I'm I, asking you just in general. Do you think oh, Michigan State wins that game?
0: I road game. Lovey Smith. Illinois used the. Uh, what was it? They used their running back as a wildcat. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Coming off the Michigan loss. Uh, it, will they come in pumped up or not? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn on that one.
1: If they win, if they lose that game all wheels have fallen off, man.
0: If they they lose that one, then the only game that they have hopes of winning is Rutgers. Rutgers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I am going to go ahead, man, I'm looking at Wisconsin. I really kind of, I mean, it's only six and a half points. That really shocks me, but, um, I will go ahead and take well I'll take Wisconsin. I'll take the six and a half um them covering the six and a half points shred. Uh, so, that's a good pick. Yeah. So I was looking at maybe taking uh Indiana over Rutgers, but Yeah. So lock it in. So we will go ahead and uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We do we do have music for this? Where are you? There we are. We gotta talk about final predictions then for uh, Michigan versus Maryland. Is that too loud? Can you hear? A little bit. Oh. I, it, that is one thing that I'm learning that is difficult for me to tell is how loud it needs to be. Because I, I hear it in my headphones, and it's loud. Yeah. But then when I listen to it.
1: It's not that loud.
0: It's Yeah, it's not that loud. Like you, you, I, I, if, It's not bad, I, I feel like people won't know that's there. So, yeah. Anyways, but go ahead into uh, score prediction, Craig, for Michigan facing off uh, against Maryland and what you think uh, will be the outcome.
1: Well, Michigan is at the big house. Uh, Michigan's got three, four viable running backs. Maryland has a hard time stopping the run. We got Pepper. at, is going to be all over the field, and they're just going to have a hard time stopping us. And you know, I think I think it's going to be pretty much a blowout. So I think it's going to be fifty-two to ten.
0: 52 to 10. I got, I'm, I'm always got remembering to make sure to write this down because sometimes I have to go back and listen through everything and dig it out. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, with our defense this year, I, I always feel like, gosh, you know, um, sh- shutouts should be, you know, attainable. Um, but, uh, it's just been kind of surprising that last year we had, what, four of them, and this year we've only had one, right? Am I mistaken? Yeah. There's one. Because uh-huh. uh, right. Hawaii was even able to put points up on us. But um, it could it be possible this game? Maybe. I mean, as we went through the stats and everything, Maryland really is uh, has been uh, very stout on their red zone efficiency. Like I said, they have to get there, though. I will... I will go ahead and say 45 to 14. Wow. I feel like I'm being conservative kind of here. Yeah, you are. Um, So, ooh, actually, yeah. Yeah, so I I don't have Michigan covering the spread then.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm shocking.
0: I'm, I'm living dangerously. Yeah, but yeah, I just—I mean, not—I I just think that Maryland's gonna be able to get a touchdown. I don't think they're really gonna focus on field goals, and they—they'll uh, get some garbage time. I think they'll get one touchdown during uh, normal play, and then I think they'll get one during garbage time. So I think they'll put up 14 points, and uh, not saying that we'll struggle against their defense, but I mean, maybe we'll just. You know, gets a big first half lead, and then with uh, second string in the second half, uh, maybe just kind of things might slow down. I don't know. Part of me is feeling conservative, but, you know, 45-14 is still a good score.
1: Yeah. So You're saying two touchdowns.
0: Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I'm going crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's another sound segment that we don't have. Crazy train. Yeah. I'm disappointed in myself. We used that a lot. We were missing the disrespect train last week, and now we're missing crazy train. I gotta write that down to remember that. Yeah. Disrespect train, train. with the captain douchebag. <laughs> or no, what? It's not. It's not captain of a train. What is it? Why well, can't I? Huh. Yeah. Ah, whatever. What? Whatever they are. Engineer. Anyone. Yeah, something like that. And then what did I just say? Oh yeah, Crazy Train, Crazy Train. Something sounds like I gotta gotta remember to upload those to my little handy dandy soundboard. So and how
1: about all those um, sparties after the game lost, I mean and the Twitter and still coming at us, man. And then the headlines talking about we have lost with dignity. Dignity, yeah, <laughs> and all that, man. That's just. Hey, congratulations. (laughs) I just for once want to hear one Sparty fan just say, hey, look, we lost. You know, um, we had some tough moments where we should have won the game, but we didn't. And, you know, we're going to have to get better next year. And we're having a terrible year this year. And we've got to work harder next year. And just that right there. Just admit you had a bad year. I'm like, you're kidding. You guys still think you're an awesome team. And you are like you haven't even won one game in the Big Ten. And you're still jarring with michigan people i'm like are you kidding me well that's Just-
0: yeah that was the interesting thing because before the game they were kind of looking like that they were like oh we're not gonna be that good you guys are supposed to beat us and yada yada but then yeah. the game was closer than everybody expected then they're like well, yeah, we're better. We're oh, we almost had you. Oh, you guys look terrible. You still suck. I don't know. Whatever. Well,
1: what made me laugh? Because I said you're 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 being so hypocritical because of the very fact is is this moral victory? And we could have had you. We had you good, you know. And you guys thought you were so good. I go, well, how about us last year? You know, we had you. We actually did beat you, and we had a botched punt. <laughs> so. If you want to play the moral victory uh, that's better than a win, go ahead. Because we then I guess we did last year, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: yep. No, totally. It's how it works for them and it doesn't work for us. It's just,
0: oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, the thing, the thing that I will say, and I'll say it really quickly here because I don't want to get back into previous episode stuff. And I didn't really mention this, but some people were saying, oh, hey, well, you know, a nine point win on the road against the rival is a good win. It yes, it was a nice win. It was great to be able to beat stay and everything, but I don't know if I really can clarify it as a quote unquote good win because honestly, if D'Antonio wasn't an idiot, it would have been a 6-point win. Right. One touchdown difference. If they had a touchdown, if crazy madness ensued kind of like what happened with last game. I mean, I know with 1 second left, it would have to be the only only perfect scenario of whatever happened with all, how all that shakes down and everything. But well, I mean, that's set up
1: to be an onside. Yeah. It's set up to be an onside kick. Well, you, you, couldn't, have even to.
0: Do, you couldn't even do that because uh, right. the rules are that it has to be in the possession of the offense and they have to lose possession for the ball to be um, right. progressed or moved forward or whatever. So the whole Anyways, that's that's beyond the point. But just the thing is, like, that. so really, honestly, if D'Antonio was not an idiot and he just kicked the ball, it would have been a six-point win. Right. We should have been better than that. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. should have been better than that. So, uh, I mean, that's really just all I'm going to say with that. That's my two, two extra cents with that whole thing. So, uh, before I divulge too far, I will go ahead and cut myself out with music. So, we will go ahead and go into closing thoughts. Yeah, we are pushing time again. So we will just kind of like get ready to jump on out of here. But, uh, and I keep, I need to get like on myself for this because I keep forgetting to mention more things at the beginning. But uh, Blue Network Facebook group, if you have not checked it out, check it out. I know that some people are kind of getting uh, like haven't seen it yet. Because I've actually noticed that there will be people uh, following us on different things with different social media and on SoundCloud website and all that stuff. And I see the same names start popping up with the Facebook group now. So um, some people are taking their time, which is fine, but I'm just like encouraging you. I mean, you're obviously Michigan football fans. If you're listening to this podcast, well, I take that back. We have had some trolls and we have had some other teams listen to us. but. (laughs) Most of you are Michigan football fans. So I encourage you to check out the blue network, everything Michigan football on Facebook and, uh, join that. Like I said, anything and everything happening with the blue network, you will find the information on Facebook. That's where all of this centralized. So yeah. Um, Michigan Wolverines coming home for another home game should be good.
1: Yeah. And we'll, we'll see if we can make it. Uh, I know I'll be at the Indiana game for sure, but, uh, uh, but, yeah, it'll be a good game to be at and to watch and be back home at the big house, and it be, should be fun. Yeah, check out the Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. We're getting a lot more people, and every day we're getting at least, you know, some people in there, and it's getting bigger and bigger and enjoying it, and our fan base is growing, and it's been a lot, a lot of fun this year. So,
0: Yeah, good stuff going on all the time. So with that, uh, we will go ahead and uh, kind of – Get ready to sign off here. We hope that you guys had a a good week. Everything went well. And, uh, you know, get ready for another football Saturday with Michigan football. And, uh, as always, we will go ahead and finish things off with Go Blue. Go Blue.